Praise you, Father. Praise you, Lord. 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 Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, Holy Spirit. We praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Praise you. Precious Lord, we praise you. 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 Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We bless 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 you, Lord. We Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. He the Lord God who sees the end from the beginning, we praise you. Thank you, Lord. There are no mistakes in you. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Jesus, we praise you. Jesus, we praise you. Jesus, we praise you. Circumcise thy ears one more time, Father, that we may hear the King of glory. Oh, Lord, wash our eyes one more time so that we may see you even more clear, Lord. Thank you, Father. I pray, Lord, move in us this morning. Move in us this morning. One more time, Lord. Move in us, Father. Move in us, Father. Move in us, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, I pray that you minister your truth and your grace to us, spirits, in the name of Jesus Christ of mercy. Thank you, Father. Every demonic spirit that is opposing the work of the Holy Spirit, I bind them in Jesus' name. Every demonic spirit that is hindering the work of the Holy Spirit, I bind them in Jesus' name. Take good care in Jesus' name. I ask you, Father, that the word that you just gave may be immersed in the blood of Jesus. Father, you break this bread. And feed us, Lord. Ignite our hearts. All the more. All the more, Father. So that we may become more like Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Praise you. We give you all the glory and praise. In Jesus' most precious name we pray. Amen. We're going to turn our Bibles to 
Daniel chapter 6. Daniel chapter 6. And I'm going to read from verse 1. Daniel chapter 6, from verse 1 onwards. It pleased Darius to set over the kingdom 120 satraps to be over the whole kingdom. And over these, three governors of whom Daniel was one, that the satraps might give account to them, so that the king would suffer no loss. Then this Daniel distinguished himself above the governors and satraps, because an excellent spirit was in him. And the king gave thought, setting him over the whole realm. So the governors and satraps sought to find some charge against Daniel concerning the kingdom. But they could find no charge or fault because he was faithful. Nor was there any error or fault found in him. Then these men said, We shall not find any charge against this Daniel unless we find it against him concerning the law of his God. So these governors and satraps thronged before the king and said thus to him, King Darius, live forever. All the governors of the kingdom, the administrators and satraps, the counselors and advisors, have consulted together to establish a royal statue and to make a firm decree that whoever petitions any god or man for thirty days except you, O king, shall be cast into the den of lions. Now, O king, Establish the decree and find the writing so that it cannot be changed according to the law of the Medes and Persians, which does not alter. Therefore, King Darius signed the written decree. Verse 10. Now when Daniel knew that the writing was signed, he went home. Then in his upper room, with his windows open, towards Jerusalem, he knelt down on his knees three times that day and prayed and gave thanks before his God, as was his custom since early days. Then these men assembled and found Daniel praying and making supplication before his God. And they went before the king and spoke concerning the king's decree. Have you not signed the decree that every man who petitions any god or man within thirty days except you, O king, shall be cast into the den of lions? The king answered and said, The thing is true 
according to the law of the Medes and Persians, which does not alter. So they answered and said before the king, that Daniel, who is one of the captives from Judah, does not show due regard for you, O king, or for the decree that you have signed, but makes his petition three times a day. And the king, when he heard these words, was greatly displeased with himself and set his heart on Daniel to deliver him. And he labored till the going down of the sun to deliver him. Then these men approached the king and said to the king, Know, O king, that it is the law of the Medes and Persians that no decree or statute which the king establishes may be changed. So the king gave the command, and they brought Daniel and cast him into the den of lions. But the king spoke, saying to Daniel, Your God, whom you serve continually, he will deliver you. Then a stone was brought and laid on the mouth of the den, and the king sealed it with his own signet ring and with the signet of his lord, that the purpose concerning Daniel might not be changed. Praise be to God. Please pray this prayer after me. Lord, open my eyes to see your truth. Lord, open my ears to hear your truth. Lord, open my mind to receive your truth. Lord, open my heart to keep your truth. Let me be a doer of your word and not a hearer only. Let me bring forth much root to the praise and glory of God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Speak, Lord. I will listen and obey. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Father, come against every evil spirit of sleep slumber, pain, distraction, trying to take the word of God from the hearts, minds, and bodies of the people. I bind them in Jesus' name, take victory in Jesus' name. In every opposition of the enemy, I bring it down to nothing in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Father, may we leave this place having seen the Savior. Show us more of your glory. I thank you, Lord. I praise you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. God's word is so precious, so glorious, unchanging, abides forever. And this word of God is recorded the life, a portion of the life of this great saint of God, Daniel. 
Daniel distinguished himself because of the excellent spirit that was in him. When God's spirit lives inside a person, when God's spirit is allowed to dominate the life of a person, then people around that people who are dominated by the Spirit of God will see the Spirit of God through the life of such people of God. Because you see the action or the outward manifestation of the indwelling of the Spirit of God in the lives of God people who are totally dominated by the Spirit of God. Daniel was such a person who was blessed by God because he sought the Lord and who was placed in the palace by God to fulfill the purposes of God during his lifetime. Without the Spirit of God, we cannot fulfill the purposes of God. Without pleasing God, we cannot have the Spirit of God. Without the Spirit of God ruling over our lives, our bodies, our time, our talent, our treasure, our thought life, we cannot shine for the Lord Jesus Christ. Daniel over here was not just any light, it was a bright light. A light that really shone so bright. Everything else next to it appeared dim. Because the Spirit of God distinguished Daniel from the rest of the people who were there. Because the Spirit of God is superior to the Spirit of man, superior to the demonic spirit, superior to worldly wisdom superior to anything anyone ever have. Daniel had the Spirit of God in him that caused him to shine so bright. The people around him were able to see that his brightness is because of the Spirit of God who was in him. May God help us to live such a life where those around us will know who lives in us and who leads us 
and who is dominating our lives. Daniel's life was dominated by the Spirit of God. Out of all these things we see here, when God blesses His people, when the Spirit of God is operating the life of a child of God, then the Spirit of darkness will oppose the Spirit of God. Light will dominate darkness and darkness will hate the light. Light and darkness cannot mix together. And such was Daniel's case. His light was so bright the governors and satraps plotted against him. They said, we need to kill this guy. We can't stand his appearance here. We cannot stand his voice here. We cannot stand this Hebrew boy or young man here. We need to get rid of him. Just as how Daniel was dominated and led by the Spirit of God. Those who opposed the Spirit of God were dominated and led by the Spirit of this world, which is the Spirit of Satan. Evil spirits oppose the work of God. They oppose the people of God. Now, they are plotting against Daniel. Against one man, all these people are plotting against. To topple one man, they all have to come together and talk and take counsel and go and execute their plan. They were all 100% sure that their plan will come to pass. Who was working in and through them? Satan himself. He was opposing the work of God that was being accomplished through Daniel. Because of that, Satan said, I need to remove Daniel from the face of the earth because if he's there, Satan's agenda is not going to be fulfilled. If he is, if Daniel is alive, then God is going to rule and reign over this nation. But if Daniel is dead, then Satan can take over the entire nation. You see, the power of God through one man was one man. The power of God that worked through one man that caused such agitation in the hearts of all those who served Lucifer. It's not that 
oh, all these people, because they're not Hebrew people, they wanted to kill Daniel. No. King Darius was not a Hebrew man. King Darius, though he was not a Hebrew man, Daniel had such an influence on his life that this man, his spirit, was not yielded to the spirit of Satan. His spirit was not one with Satan. But was in alignment with Daniel. He didn't have the revelation of God like Daniel did. But he was for Daniel and not against Daniel. But the satraps and the governors who plotted against Daniel were moved by the spirit of Satan. And the plan came from Satan. The desire to kill Daniel came from Satan. It was jealousy that grew in the hearts. Satan took over and he destroyed the very same people who desired the death of Daniel. We must understand all those who serve Satan will be used by Satan to accomplish his purposes and after that Satan will destroy them. Very different than how God would deal with those who serve him. He, God says, I will show the difference between those who serve me and those who do not. And God says, I will bless those who serve me. God says, I'll bless those who serve me and I'll bless their descendants. God says, God blesses the seed of the righteous person. God takes care of his people. Very different than Satan. God genuinely cares for his people. God genuinely cares for those who serve him and he makes sure that they need them and he makes sure that they're taken care of. But Satan is not like that. He would give whatever a person would want until his agenda is accomplished. And once it's accomplished, he will destroy those who serve him. Such was the case. But the governors and the satraps who plotted against Daniel and came against him, very insistent because they were dominated by evil spirits and they sought the life of servant of God. Daniel, because he was in the spirit, is an Old Testament saint who knew how to live in the spirit and walk in the spirit. 
Because he lived in the Spirit and he walked in the Spirit. We just read a little while ago how he heard the decree, but he knew who to serve. He served God, he worshipped God, and through God he served the king. So he knew his order. He knew how he should live. And he was a man who was dominated by the Spirit of God and had no room for the works of the flesh. Daniel, after he heard about the king's decree, he was not all upset about the king. He was not saying, how come King Darius didn't tell me this? He just spoke to me a little while ago. How come the king would do something like this? I trusted him. And he knows me. The king knows better. You don't see Daniel talking like that. Daniel's focus was God. His focus was, I need to go worship God. In the midst of such a terrible news in the midst of death staring at his face opposite to what many people would do even Christians when they hear something like this they would say okay let me plan to how I can stay secret and how I can keep my prayer life secret how I can keep the word of God secret how outwardly I can show myself like an unbeliever I can just tell them I'm praying to I'm not praying to my God I'm just praying to the king but I'm not going to pray to the king Daniel was not like that Daniel was not a coward Daniel was not dominated by the spirit of fear even when he heard bad news he opened his windows and he prayed exactly the way how he prayed each and every single day he was not someone who based his prayer life upon his circumstances because of Daniel's walk with God, his life was constant. It was not up and down, but he was a servant of God who was very steady in every way, emotionally and spiritually, physically, in every way. Nothing bothered him. God's word says, God will keep the people whose minds are stayed on him in perfect peace. Thou will keep them in perfect peace whose minds stayed on thee because he trusts in thee. That's God's word. Daniel was a man of faith. 
man of power. He did not change a thing after he heard what was going to happen. After he heard threatenings of his adversaries, Daniel still continued to worship him because his heart and his mind they were just fixed on God Almighty. His love for God overcame everything else. He was so much in love with God and once his work was over he can't wait. I can't wait to go talk to God. I can't wait to go and worship Him. I can't wait. I can't wait. Daniel was such a person. Three times a day. I can't wait. So when this law was passed and after he heard that he was not sitting and discussing and planning and talking to people and let me call all my Christian friends and let me call hey Shadrach and see what happens and oh Shadrach is not here at this time Meshach is not oh I'm the only one over here I don't know what's going to happen what about you know other Jewish people how many Jewish people are going to bow down before this king and accept this law and how many Jewish people are not going to let me go take a survey and let me see how I can rally and none of those things his eyes were on God Almighty and he said let me go and talk to God I need to go see him and his focus was God and God alone his focus was not his problem I'm sure when he prayed three times that day after he heard this, he would talk to God Almighty about this. Not with man, but with God. He went and talked to God and he said, he would have said, Lord, you see all these things and you see all are their threats. But I trust in you. And therefore I shall not be moved. And he would have praised God for his power. Daniel was a man of faith. He was a prophet of God. A man of faith, a righteous man of faith. In the midst of all of these things, he continued doing what he was doing when it came to the worship of God Almighty. May God help us to be like that. Not let your circumstance dictate your devotion to God. Write this down. Don't let your circumstance dictate your devotion to God. For some people when something good happens, they're so happy and they really want to pray, they really want to worship God and so excited. When something bad happens, they go down to the pit. And they say, they will not rise up from there. For other people, when they have something good happening, they'll totally forget God. And when problems come, that's the time when they will run to God. But Danny was not like that. He was not moved by his circumstances. He was moved by the Spirit of God. God is asking you this question this morning. 
What are you moved by? What are you moved by? What is your driving force? What are you moved by? Are you moved by pain? Are you moved by good news? Are you moved by bad news? Are you moved by the people around you? Are you moved by what others say, think, and how they look at you? Are you moved by compliments? Are you moved by people's discouraging words? What are you moved by? What is actually moving you? It's the question that you need to face and answer before God in order to move forward with your walk with the living God. Daniel was a man of God who was not shaken by anything that was around him. He was a man of God who constantly worshipped God and had no fear, fearlessly served God. Blessed be the Lord God Almighty. It was not somebody who was afraid to face death. He was a man who was not afraid to face opposition, shame, reproach, and death in a cruel way. None of these things moved him. He knew this is how Satan would operate. God is over everything. The God who brought me into this land and kept me safe all these years is able to keep me for some more time if he wants me here. That's how Danny was. If God had a plan, then only his plan will prevail. No other plan, no other plan, no other counter plan, no plan of the enemy will prevail. It cannot prevail. The powers of darkness cannot prevail. When the King of Kings is standing in our midst, the powers of darkness cannot prevail. May you be a man or a woman who carries the presence of God wherever you go, dispelling the powers of darkness. When the powers of darkness comes around you and closing you, be a man or a woman of God who would dispel the powers of darkness. Nothing moved Daniel. No one could move Daniel. Nothing moved the plan of God. No one could move the plan of God. So, Satan had a plan and he tried his best to execute the plan through all those who would bow down to him. God had a plan Satan had a plan. God uses people who are loyal to him to execute his plan. Satan uses his people who are loyal to him to execute 
this plan. Now, the king, though was tricked into signing this, God was over everything. God allowed all these things to happen to Daniel. He let the counsel of the ungodly prevail temporarily. He let the king who trusted Daniel to be fooled by these satraps and governors and issue this great law that would cure King Darius's most trusted rulers. So, Darius had a plan, and suddenly it appeared as if everything he hoped for would come crashing down. Just like how Satan has a plan and he uses people to execute his plan. God had a plan. God had a plan to lift Daniel. God had a plan to exalt Daniel in Babylon. To bring him to the top so that God's reign would be established there in Babylon. But Satan came full force through these governors and satraps against God's plan. He came full force. The storm came full force and it beat against the house that was built on the rock and the house stood firm. That was Daniel's story. The enemies came. God allowed them to come. They came and they, they got the king's permission. They got everything in writing and the enemies rejoicing. Hey, look at that. His God is not able to save him now. Look what we have done. But it was God who actually gave Satan that much room to go against God's plan and God's servant. Without the permission from God, not a single hair will fall to the ground. Because God is watching over His people. Day and night, He's watching over His people. Blessed be God Almighty, there's no one so faithful like our Lord Jesus Christ. So Daniel was thrown into the lion's den. Darius, though he so desperately wanted to deliver him, he was not able to. All his desire to deliver Daniel just stayed as the desire that was unfulfilled. It was God who moved Darius to look out for Daniel. It was God who moved Darius when Satan was moving these governors and satraps 
to steadily go against this mighty, humble servant of God, Daniel. Satan was moving these people. God was watching. And it was God who moved King Darius. It was God who put faith in Darius' heart. It was God who put his words into King Darius' mouth to speak to Daniel, to let him know that the God whom you served, he will deliver you. He will deliver you. He will deliver you. What a glorious statement. Your God whom you serve continually. The king knew that Daniel served the living God continually. And the king also knew that this God that Daniel serves continually is very faithful and is very powerful. He will deliver his faithful servant. He will deliver him. The faith of this heathen king and the influence of Daniel over this heathen king to the extent that the heathen king had such faith in Daniel's God. He had such faith in Daniel's God. Not only Daniel, but the God of Daniel. May God help each and every single person here to be that way. The people who are with you, they may be touched by the Holy Spirit whenever they're around you. They should be able to say, the God whom you serve continually. There has to be witness. I would underline the word continually. Daniel never stopped serving God. Night and day Daniel served God. There is said, Daniel, the God whom you serve continually, day and night, He will deliver you. God is speaking to our hearts today. The Lord says, Your deliverance is coming, but not according to how most people would expect. Because God has a specific plan and a specific purpose. He could have just prevented the whole thing. He could have just caused those people who plotted against him to die that night. He could have done that. If he can send an angel, one angel, to destroy all those who came against God's people, how much more? How much more God could have done? God can do a lot of things, but He doesn't do everything and anything that human beings want.
Daniel was someone in the midst of his trial who did not focus on the problem. He didn't make his whole prayer about himself. But his mind was so fixed on God, his heart was so in love with God that he went into the presence of God just to worship Him. After these words were given to Daniel, your God whom you your God whom you serve continually, He will deliver you. Not He may deliver you, He will deliver you. Faith that Daniel imparted into King Darius is very remarkable here. Then a stone was brought and laid on the mouth of the dam. Who is seeing all of these things? God is seeing all of these things. And yet, didn't do anything about it. Even though he had the power to, he didn't do anything about the situation because he had a far greater plan. He had a far greater plan. So because of that, he allowed the enemies to plot. He allowed Daniel to go into the lion's den. We all know the story, but I encourage you to go and read this passage. Go back and read this passage and meditate on this. The God of Daniel is your God the Spirit of God who led Daniel will lead you also if you give yourself over to living like a Daniel lived shall we close our eyes and look to the Lord thank you Jesus for me to live is Christ and to die is gain said Apostle Paul who loved God with a strong desire who loved God with great passion no matter how many times he got beaten he would get up and he would go and do the work of God the will of God and God bless our church and do something substantial something substantial something substantial thank you Lord Father I pray your blessing upon your people may this word sink deep into the hearts of your people oh Lord I pray the Lord God who has a time for everything a time to plant a time to harvest I pray that your hand be upon our church that may your people understand the timing of the Holy Spirit the day of his mighty visitation the power to transform the power to deliver and to save the power to heal the same power who same power that protected Daniel in Babylon 
and cause them to be selected during the selection process. Appeared as if he couldn't protect Daniel going into the lion's den. It appeared that all these things happened, all these enemies came and all these enemies won, so to speak. All. Can darkness comprehend the light? Never, never, never. If God allows the enemy to overtake, it is for God to destroy the enemy. Thank you, Holy Spirit. So I pray that you bless your people, Lord. May the hand of the Lord God Almighty bless your people in a substantial, unique way. And that their minds and their hearts be covered with worshipping the Spirit of the Living God. That they may not give themselves over to the cares of the world, O oh, Father. I pray. May the joy of the Holy Spirit lead them. As you are serving the Lord, standing in the presence of God. I ask you, Lord, that you will touch your people right now. I pray, Lord, the Spirit of God, the Spirit of Truth, reveal to your people your power and your grace and your strength so that those around your people those who are for them and those who are against them may see the power of the Holy Spirit and may confess that Jesus is Lord. Thank you, Father. So I bless you people with this blessing. And I commit our entire church into the hands of the Lord Jesus Christ for you to keep for you are able to do exceeding abundantly of all that we ask or imagine. Oh Lord, I thank you. Thank, thank you, Father. We commit ourselves into your hands. May goodness and mercy follow us. Oh, Spirit of the living God, may people have the boldness that comes from the Holy Spirit. Oh, Father, I pray that every weapon, every dark force of the enemy that comes against the work of God and the workers of God be brought down to nothing, be utterly destroyed in Jesus' name. We thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. Cover us all with your precious blood. I thank you and praise you. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Amen.